to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey guys, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Tom Brady's going down. I mean, going down real hard, like an anvil falling from the Empire State Building. Tom Brady's going down real hard. Coach Gordon Roberts, what's happening tonight? Oh, buddy, I'm telling you, everybody's talking about it. You know, Brady's suspended for four games. The the club is fined a million dollars. They lose a draft choice in the first round in 16 and the fourth round in 2017. So, a lot of things are going on, not exactly the Super Bowl winner's way. Wow. Can you believe the 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 depth of the NFL, though? I mean, they went deep. You know, the, the NFL tracked this thing down to ball boys in the locker room, taking balls in the bathroom. Uh, and and it, it's just crazy how this whole thing has unfolded. And who would have ever thought that Tom Brady may have an asterisk behind his name with this 2015 Super Bowl? Well, Coach, the thing about it is how many asterisks need to be put behind? I mean, I, I'm not a New England Patriot hater, but, you know, Spygate and Coach, if, if they got caught for this this time, has it happened before? Exactly, you know, and um, and and where where did it start? And is this the end of it? I think this is the end of it, and I think I think the NFL really had to had to had to lay the law down really hard because this this is a form of cheating. And when we think about it, I think this is this is probably the, the worst thing for the NFL is to touch the integrity of the game. You know, I, I, I think we look at a lot of times we see um, uh, spousal abuse and we see um, a lot of different things that go on with NFL players. But when we start talking about the integrity, integrity of the game, I think um, that touches home real, real deep with the NFL. And, Coach, you know, uh, baseball lost one of its greatest players ever when Pete Rolls was – was proven to be a gambler and and supposedly never gambled on his own team or against his own team. But they banned the guy from the game, including the Hall of Fame, which he would have easily walked into. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Tom Brady will be banned from the Hall of Fame, but I would, you know, if I was on the selection committee, I'd think about it. Wow, you know, is that going to be an even bigger story, Tom Brady not being a first ballot Hall of Famer? Now, that, you know, I, I can't, I don't have a crystal ball, and I can't see the future, but that is going to be a story. Will he be a first ballot Hall of Famer? We already have some Hall of Famers speaking out about this. You know, Shannon Sharp came out uh, last week and, and, and spoke some harsh words about Tom Brady, 
And uh, I really think that when we start talking about the integrity of the game, um, the NFL has protected Tom Brady a great deal. When we look at the tuck rule, that is a Tom Brady rule. I mean, when we look at this rule where you can't hit a quarterback low after he's thrown the ball, that is a Tom Brady rule. I mean, so, I mean, they've really protected this guy, and for them to do so much for him in the past, to see him come down on him so hard right now. But I guess some of us were saying, hey, how can Tom do the things that he's doing at the age that he is? You know, we see we see Peyton Manning, he, he doesn't throw the ball with the same velocity that he did three years ago, five years ago. Tom Brady was slinging the ball around like he was five years ago. And is it because the ball was not, infl- not inflated with the proper amount of air? Coach, I'm not sure about that, but they did all the statistics just recently, and uh, they're definitely one of the few teams that has the least fumbles and the least drops. And there's a there's a study out that says that if you do deflate the ball one pound, not a pound and a half like those were, but one pound, that it makes a huge amount of difference on how you grip the ball and how you catch the ball. Well, Coach, I'll tell you right now. Um, if you if you deflate a ball you will definitely have a better grip on the ball. And, and any of us that have played and played football in cold weather, and I played the game when, when we didn't play with gloves. You know, guys just didn't play with They didn't exist. The first gloves that came out were these scuba diving gloves that guys yeah. used to wear. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, guys didn't wear gloves. And, and trust me, when you're playing in Cincinnati and it's raining and, and, and the ice is falling from the sky – you wish you had one of those kicking balls that you were that you were tossing around on the sideline. Right. And and so, you know, there's all kind of reports, you know, this this little old twenty thousand dollar a year guy, you know, he started off by when they first questioned him, he said he didn't go anywhere with the balls. He took them from the referee and took them to the field. Then they said, We show you on video leaving the field, going in the bathroom with the bag of balls. He said, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Coach, and this kid didn't do this on his own. This guy didn't. Well, you know what? I'm going to go in here and deflate the balls a pound and a half. He didn't make that decision. He may have done it, but it wasn't his decision to make. And, uh, it's kind of sad that uh, they're going to try to end up, you know, when history looks back, they'll they'll probably blame this kid, and it, it shouldn't be. Well, the the, the ball boy, uh, he's been suspended indefinitely by the NFL. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, hey, he, he he's really just, he he's done. Um, probably never be hired again by the Patriots. Maybe he'll be hired again by someone else. Or maybe even some college, but uh, he he's done as far as New England is concerned. I, I guess I guess my thing is, coach, is um the the NFL is saying that Tom Brady was not cooperative with them. They said they they wanted to see his his electronic um, communication devices, 
but they were not concerned about anything related that was not related to what they were looking for, his communication between the two ball boys. He, he refused. He refused to allow them to look at his electronic devices and, uh, and refused to turn it over. So I, I guess I'm saying, what is, it, what is it that he was so desperately trying to hide if he really wanted to clear his name? Well, that's, that's the thing, Coach. He couldn't clear his name. If that came out, it was a show that he was a liar that he got up there in front of everybody and said he didn't know anything about it, that he didn't do anything with it. It would have shown that he was a complete liar. And uh, I think uh, that's going to taint him for a while. I, I, I think you're right. It, this is definitely going to um, – this is going to taint him for a while. You know, I think we're going to be looking at this um, – we're going to be looking at this for a while – this is going to be the talk for us for a good while now, you know. And if they lose all four of those games, Coach, I mean, the kid they're thinking about starting has had 27 snaps in the NFL. And do you give him all the reps for those first four games and Brady doesn't get any reps? So is he going to be ready to go uh, when it's his turn to step up? That that's a, that is a good question. You know, will will he be able to? Uh, will will the will will the Patriots be able to withstand this this storm that they're going to be dealing with? And I think this is a storm that they that the organization is going to have to deal with. They haven't really said much, uh, but this is something they're going to have to deal with. And um, and Belichick, you know, doesn't seem to be coming to the defense of Tom Brady at all. We haven't heard anything from Belichick. But I guess, you know, last week when uh, Tom Brady was on an interview with, uh, with ESPN, he had an opportunity to come out and say, hey, I'm not a cheater. What do you mean? You calling me a cheater? I'm Tom Brady. I've worked hard all my life. I'm not a cheater. But never once did he say anything like that. He, he basically said, hey, we'll just see what the report says. We'll see what happens. Never did he come to his own defense. And if someone's up there saying, hey, you're a cheater, you had balls deflated so you could throw them easier further and your receivers could catch them um, easier, your, your running backs could catch the ball easier and hold them tighter and not, not risk um, fumbling them, hey, he never came to his own defense. So if he wasn't coming to his defense, how can Bill Belichick come to his defense? Coach, he can't. And the thing about it is, you know, uh, Belichick has proven over the years that he's kind of a control freak. Now, you can tell me that maybe he didn't know anything about it. I don't know. I don't believe that. In my heart of hearts, Belichick knew, and when he came down, it almost sounded like at first that he was throwing Brady under the bus, if you remember. But uh, then he kind of backed off and he, he kind of let the owner, you know, the owner came out and said that after this report came out that he expected an apology from the NFL and da-da-da-da-da. Well, a million dollars later. And, of course, Coach, you know, how much money do you make when you win the Super Bowl? So you get fined a million dollars. Is it worth it? 
And I guess I agree with you too, Coach. What is what is a one million dollar fine? Now, what what really hurts them is the first round draft pick for next year. I think that that hurts much worse than a than a than a million dollars because Robert Kraft a million dollars to him is like a hundred dollars to change. to you and I. Yeah, pocket change. Right. You know, come on. You know, I mean, if if maybe not a million to it, might be like. A million of him is like a hundred to me, but a million of him is like a thousand to you. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. See, you know, you have a whole lot more to me, Coach. So him hitting me in the pocket hard would be really hitting hitting me hard. But Robert Kraft, nothing. That's that's nothing. That's nothing for for his organization. You know, trust me, they're gonna sell a million dollars worth of paraphernalia between. Tonight and tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, because their fan base is just all, you know, acting like they've been done wrong. You know, give me a break. You know, Coach, you know, I'm not saying that people haven't ever cheated in the game or that people haven't ever uh, pushed the points or those kind of things. But when you have, you know, I'm a, I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. They found out that the guy, the defensive coordinator, was putting bounties. The coach was suspended for a year. Right? Yes. The defensive coordinator was kicked out of the league. Yes. Now, wasn't that because of the integrity of the game? Well, you know, uh, so it's all right if the New England Patriots cheat and have been caught again. I mean, are they trying to say that Spygate didn't happen? Wow. Are you, did you just say that Tom Brady's going to have a bounty on his head when he comes back to the league? No, he should. <laughs> oh, he should have a bounty on his head? When he, oh, you say he should have a bounty on his head when he comes back to the league. Are you trying to start rumors around here, Coach? Are you hey, trying to coach, start a bounty for, for Tom Brady's head when he comes back to the league? Coach, what was the, what's the first game he's going to be eligible to play in? The Colts game. Wow! Oh man! So you you said now? Uh, so are you saying that the Colts are going to put a bounty on Tom Brady's head? And 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 you really saying that Roger Goodell came down on Tom Brady like like the judge did on Aaron Hernandez? Oh, <laughs> definitely not that hard. Hold on, no, it, definitely not that hard. But he didn't come down on as hard as as, uh, as that judge did on his uh, on his roommate. But Tom Brady, he may hit. I think that's one of the charges that they found with Tom Brady too, though, is tampering with witnesses. See, he started calling the ball boys and telling them all kind of stuff. Telling them he was gonna give them trips to to the mansion and you know extra tickets to to the fashion shows old lady was in, all kind of stuff. But Tom Brady, man, is when you he said at one point he did things for the ball boys. You know, like he gave them money and different things. And I know those kind of things do happen in the locker room. You know. Oh, I agree, Coach. And I don't have a problem with that. Neither do I. You know, here's this kid who probably lived his life to be the ball boy for the New England Patriots. And now he's banned from football. So, you know, how devastating is it for this kid? I, I would agree, Coach. It is very devastating for this kid, and um, 
and and his career in the locker room in the NFL locker room is probably is probably done. Uh, oh, however, yeah. I think Tom Brady. Um, I think Tom Brady will bounce back from this. But at the same time, Tom Brady is no spring chicken. He's thirty eight years old. This is a guy that his career is is dwindling down to the end, and it's bad and it's sad to see the end of a premier player, a guy, a guy that a lot of guys have idolized, young quarterbacks have wanted to be like. He is the the Joe Mon- the Joe Namath of our era. You know, this guy walks around with a wife that's so beautiful. She makes more money than him by just looking pretty. He has four Super Bowl rings and he had and now he has this cloud over his head. Mm. I don't know how much longer he can play with this cloud over his head. And I don't know how and then we're going to have to wonder uh when 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 and if the NFL world turns against Tom Brady how long, how long are the New England Patriots going to hang with Tom Brady hey guys we'll be back with more sports info um after these messages your internet flagship station for sports sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lassiter formerly with the Arizona Cardinals San Diego Chargers and St. Louis Rams Kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lassiter's sports talk it's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time 12 noon Eastern time Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. 
Guys, we're here talking about this Tom Brady situation and the New England Patriots pickle that they're in. You know, I, I, I just, you just wonder, how, how can the Patriots um, rebound from this, Coach? And are they going to be able to rebound from this? And if there's a team that's better than, that that's better off to rebound from this than the New England Patriots, I don't think there is one out there. If anybody, if any coach that can rebound from this, it will be Bill Belichick. Oh, I agree, Coach. Uh, I mean, I don't doubt that Brady's one of the premier quarterbacks in the league or that Belichick is not one of the premier coaches in the league. Uh, you could even make the case that New England Patriots are one of the top programs in the NFL today. But when you get these clouds over and over and over again, it causes, I mean, you, their fan base isn't going to change, but the broader fan base, how many kids will now look at Tom Brady as a cheater or the New England Patriots as cheaters, and rightfully so. You know, uh, it's it, it's sad. You know, as an old coach, uh, you know, Belichick came from a coaching family, and uh, that was one of the reasons when he originally got there, I kind of pulled for the guy. Uh, but as time's gone on, I've gotten less and less a fan of his. And uh, this is just another uh, typical, you know, when you do anything to win, coach, I think that sends a real bad message to the to the people of your fan base and and, and the game in it in, in its entirety. I agree, Coach. You know, um, you know, it's an old saying: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, I, I I disagree with that. I and I. I can. I, I remember when they banned Stickham from the league. I thought that was the craziest thing in the world. You know, I, I grew up spraying that stuff on my hands to have a better grip on the football. You know, from the time I started playing high school football, you could spray this Stickham on your hands so you could have a better grip on the ball. But at one point, they it, it came to be that you could no longer use this stuff. And I remember growing up watching Lester Hayes have it all over his, all over his, 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 his wrist, all his over socks. His, his socks, you know, and, and all over his hands, you know. And, and, and they banned that substance, and they banned that substance because it affected the way quarterbacks threw the ball. That's why and they banned the, sub, that, that, and, that, the substance. And, and, Coach, it was giving some – players a an, uh, a dis uh, well an, an advantage and giving some a disadvantage I meaning it was right. giving quarterbacks a disadvantage you know uh, because they couldn't it, they couldn't throw the ball with with accuracy with that with that stuff on it now this is a this is a totally different animal you've actually altered the ball you know um the NFL has, has rules where your socks have to be pulled up to your knees at all times. And you can, get, you can, be, um, you can be penalized or and fined fine. if your right. socks are not at a, at a, at a high, high level. So they have rules in place. But when you start altering 
the bow. I think that's um, I think that's 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 really messed with the integrity of the game because you're doing something that no one else is able to do, or no one else should be doing. Or and and I guess it's kind of interesting how um, how he got caught as well, Coach. You know, yeah. You, yeah. And 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 explain that to us. Well, you know, the thing about it is, one of the ball boys or equipment managers from the Colts undoubtedly got one of their balls when it came off the sidelines. You know how you do it. Right. And the ball comes in, oh, this is their ball, right? And you get to, he's, he's taking it back to their ball boy or their equipment guy, and he realizes it's a lot softer than theirs. And he goes and he tells the head coach, he says, hey, coach, their ball is a lot softer than ours. And that's when he had it checked. And undoubtedly, the officials during the game, before the game was in its completion, realized that the balls for the New England Patriots were softer. And uh, they had their little mark. You know, they undoubtedly, when they certify a ball before the game, they put a little check or something on them. And they realized that all the ones that were cold balls that had their checks were the right inflation and the ones for the New England Patriots didn't. And right after the game, I mean, immediately after the game, the head official said something to not only the head coach uh, and equipment manager for New England, uh, he said something to Patriots and, uh, I, and I, and if um, my memory serves me correct, when it first happened, Belichick basically said, well, you know, I don't really deal with that. Uh, you need to talk to Tom Brady. And to me, at that very time, I thought well, it was, he was throwing Brady under the bus. So right. I always wonder if, in fact, Belichick said, hey, you know, you want to do this fine, but if you get caught, I ain't taking the heat. And the rules state, NFL, NFL rules, the ball must be inflated to an air pressure between 12.5 and 13.5 per square inch. So if, if, if you deflate it down to 11. 11.5. 11.5, yeah. You know, that, that's a big difference because it's only 13 in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's a big a difference. And, you know, I'm not a – I never was a quarterback. Uh, yeah. I never was a kicker. I never was a running back. Hey, Coach, but, we got a call on the line. I don't mean to interrupt, but we got Scott. Sure, Scott, yeah. what's going on, Scott? Not much, Sarah. What's going on? We talking about quarterbacks here? Yeah, we talking about – we talking about this Tom Brady situation. But, you know, Scott, when you call, you always got the floor. So it's up to you. But we up here talking about this Tom Brady situation and how Tom Brady maybe he is suspended for four games right now. The New England Patriots have lost the number one draft pick for next year's draft and the number and the fourth round pick for the the following year. So they're in a little pickle right now. And Bill Belichick, he he might be in a little hot water. Yeah, he should be. Uh they knew what was going on. Uh, to me, I think you know something like that has been going probably been going on a lot longer than everybody thinks. It just finally okay. caught up with them. They just got caught. 
Yeah, it's just like NASCAR. You know, they all try different things until they get busted, and eventually they're going. They get busted. Yeah, you remember a couple of years ago, this guy had this uh, jet fuel gasket on his carburetor in NASCAR. You know, and and hey, and, and we've seen the best in NASCAR. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, his name's right on the tip of my tongue, and I I always should remember Jimmy Johnson's um, um, uh, crew chief got suspended two years ago. For tampering with the car. Oh yeah, they get them all the time. Right, like right now, I think uh, they got one of them for tires. Uh, there, right. uh, it was on. Uh, uh, what's the old uh, Washington quarter uh, uh, coach? His team. Yeah, they got yeah, uh, they got one of the teams for having doing something manipulating their tires. Wow, you know, and I guess I look at this as, um, hey man, when when. When, when, some people say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But yeah, when we look at football, the integrity of this game is so tight, and people people bet so much money on football every week that we have the season going on. Till it's some people really pissed off right now, Tom Brady, because they feel like they've been cheated not only by by the bookies. Because they bet they lost their money, but they've been cheated by Tom Brady, man. This guy, this guy manipulated the system a little bit to his advantage. That's right. Hey, I tell you, another team that this event, uh, they're cheating. But the only thing is, they're cheating themselves. Is uh, those Jaguars when they pick a uh, <laughs> kid out of Florida? That's a that's a waste of pick, isn't it? Hey, uh, you must have heard our show last week. I've said that, you know, the only only player we've ever gotten out of the University of Florida for the Jacksonville Jaguars is is Fred Taylor, and he should go in the Hall of Fame someday, I think. But, you know, I, I agree. It, it's, it's just too close to home, man. I just don't think it's a good fit. When your college is, is a stone's throw or what we call the, uh, the, 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 the crow's fly, you know, it's just not that far from where – where your stomping grounds are, and I just don't think that's a good fit ever for the job. Right. Yeah, here, here so. lately, there's not much uh, good that comes out of Florida, and uh, <laughs> that's just the way it is. I mean, you don't find uh, Fred Taylor was, is definitely a Hall of Fame player, no doubt, but uh, you just don't find many of them. Yeah, and that's true. You know, um, since we got you on the line, uh, Scott, how, how you feel about that uh, hurricane draft this year? I think uh, I, I think we did good in the draft. Uh, I I don't think we played up to par. Uh, with, I mean, the talent that we had, uh, we definitely didn't play up to par. I mean, we should have won a lot more games. We had a lot more talent, and the draft shows that. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, Scott. Uh, you know, when, when, when you look at, we had two first-round picks. Yep. How many teams in the United States of America can say they had two first-round picks? That's right. Hey, and here, and and here we I lost think. six games in a row at one point, man, down at University of Miami. This is very frustrating. That's right. Very frustrating. Hey, I love uh, the way all these. Uh, uh, fans have been bragging about their what they did in the draft. Ain't nobody gonna touch our 2004 draft. 
<laughs> no, no, nobody attests that. You know, we we have um we 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 hold the NFL record for that 2004 draft. That's right. Six players in the first round. That's that's untouchable. That's untouchable. That's untouchable. Hey, but uh, hey, Scott. Thanks for calling, man. Don't ever be a stranger. You always welcome to call the Sports Info. You on radio show. We could talk about the Hurricane, the Jaguars, even the Miami Heat. I, I hear you. All right, Daryl, you take care, and we'll chat with you later, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. Hey, hey um, um, we have someone on hold. Hey, Matt, who we got on hold? Mr. Hightower. Mr. Hightower, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, young man? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Mr. Hightower. Oh, Mr. Hightower, you still got the golf tournament coming up this weekend over in Apopka, Florida. This weekend, Apopka, Florida, I hear you hurricane there. You know, Apopka has been real big in uh, sending players to the hurricanes from Eddie Williams to Siegler to Brendan Merriweather. We can run down a lot of names there. You got a lot of names. That's right. A lot of support that's coming from Eddie and from the hurricanes. Uh, Great tournament coming up. Now, Florida State is putting the team in. Y'all heard the name Sammy Smith before. He's supporting us. He's putting the team in from Florida State, and they're coming to win it. So uh, just letting you know, I know the, the Canes are very competitive. Uh, we've got a lot of contests in there. We've got the long drive contest. They're close to the pin. we got all kind of raffles going on where you can win HDTV, uh, vacation resorts, all kind of, uh, I don't even know nothing about this new stuff, where they got these new things. You can get all the different movies and stuff, whatever. All that kind of stuff we got going on out there. So it's going to be a great day. And for you guys to play like me, we even got mulligans for you. So it's going to be a great tournament, a lot of fun. Um, the price of the tournament, uh, it's only $250 for a four-person team. That includes your golf cart, your practice balls, your lunch, uh, gift bags. All of that is included. And uh, honestly, we did it that way so everybody can get in and play, come in and do a great tournament. And what's the location? It's going to be at our, it's called a Popka Golf and Tennis Club at Arrow Estates. Uh, right there, 441 in a Popka. Uh, easy to get to. They, they've got great courses. The uh, people there are very, very, very enthusiastic about having uh, a lot of the uh, different players coming in from Miami, from Florida State. I think I might even have a Gators team in. I don't know for sure, but uh, the BCU Wildcats, uh, we got uh, public uh, safety people playing in. We got a team from Orange County Fire. We got a team from Orange County Sheriff. We got a team from St. Cloud Fire Department. Just all kind of different public service coming in. Just to sort of support and do a lot of work that works in this area. Wow. And that Arrow Golf Resort is a four-star golf um, golf resort as well. So we definitely having that at a fine place. And I say we because I will be there with bells on and we're going to have this UM team rolling. I'm telling you, you know, the UM ain't no joke. We participate with, with, with fire and aggression with everything we do. So we're bringing it, man. Man, and that's what I love because well, look here, I, Florida State guys are saying they're bringing it. They're not coming <laughs> out to this. You know what? They're not even worried about winning their tournament. They worry about beating the Hurricane. And what, oh, oh, okay. Well, if that's what they're worried about, that's that, that's not even a concern of ours. See, because we ain't worried about beating them. 
See, we worried about beating them guys that play like Phil Mickelson. You understand what I'm saying? We we bringing that real thunder when we come. We ain't no hurt. We not hurricanes for nothing, man. We bringing wind thunder, and we hope it's a little light shower while this tournament going on because we play our best when it's a little light shower. I'm telling well, let you. Let me let you know. I uh I put it out there, and uh guys from the from the fire departments, from the police department, they said they like to beat up for some hurricanes and some Seminoles too. That's what they oh. gonna do. Oh really? Well, yeah. I'm telling you, man. We have a ringer on our team. Uh, former defensive back Kevin McCutcheon played in the '80s, just like Eddie. I played in the '80s, and we also have um, Kenny Calhoun. He's going to be playing in this tournament with us, and you know Kenny Calhoun. He's he got the legend of the Hurricanes started. So just him being yeah, on our you, team bro. and what he brings as as far as leadership and and, and talent. Is is this um? It's it's going to be an amazing game for us, man. We got an amazing team. Um, we're happy to happy to sponsor sponsor this um this tournament, and we're really happy to represent the University of Miami Hurricanes with five national championships. And we plan on bringing um bringing this championship this this one home too, especially well, between these, these Florida schools. I best talking to doors. I'm going to tell you, I really appreciate the support because everything we do, we're high level. Go straight back to the programs. We got kids right now. Uh, I got two young men that now uh, minimum standards become professional firefighters. Uh, we got our etiquette class who young people. We got a program where young people learn how to do the behind the scenes of the music industry. Not stand outside being no rapper. How to produce? How to engineer? How to put together a whole project? And that's what we try to do. But. And it's people like you that support us in our fundraiser that help us keep doing this for these young kids and stuff. So I really do appreciate that, the support, and give me a chance to talk about how I live on your radio show. Hey, Mr. Hightower, we really appreciate everything you do for the community. And um, tell us one more time before we go to the break uh, how to reach you and how to get involved. <laughs> uh, our website is highlevelskillscamp.com. They can call me personally. I handle everything myself. I don't turn you over to nobody. You can give me a call at 407-376-4659. And the price for a foursome is only $250. But if you want to come out and play, you don't have a foursome, it's only $65 uh, per person to come out and play a great round of golf, have some lunch, and do some networking. Uh, we have some great sponsors that's coming out to support us, uh, some doctors, waste management, uh, we got a lot of great people that's going to be out there that's sponsoring us, too. Uh, so if you play golf or like to play golf, come on and just have a good time and help us keep helping our young people in our community. And that number, one more time, Mr. Hightower. 407-376-4659. And we are a nonprofit 501C, so your, uh, all your donations can go off on your tax returns. All right. Hey. Thank you again for coming on the show, and don't ever be a stranger. We always here for you at Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with more sports information after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, Coach, um, let's leave this NFL alone now. And let's really talk about what's going on in the world of sports right now, what's very, very hot it's this NBA playoffs. And I'm going to tell you, Coach, I mean, it's nothing more exciting to me than the NBA playoffs. I've gone to work sleepy a lot of times, staying up late watching these games on the oh, West Coast. Oh, and, I agree. Hey. You know, yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and, the, and the games this year have just been so very close. I mean, right now uh, Washington is leading um, Atlanta 2-1 in this series. And, and Atlanta – it has a lead on Washington right now with, with 22 seconds left to go in the third quarter, 83-75. But you never know with this NBA. I mean, you just never know. And with this series especially, these teams have gone on runs where you have a, a, a 8-2 run, and, and you, just, you just never know with this series. Well, Coach, you know, I think the big talk right now is what happened – the other night with uh, James and his coach, you know, uh, uh, they're down two games to one and it's the last of the game. And the guy had already kind of pulled a boner by trying to pull a, a, a timeout he didn't have. And the assistant coach saved him on that one. And then, so here it is the last few seconds of the game. And, uh, he wants to give, uh, make Levon be a decoy. And he says, what? And so he, they, 
they don't listen to the guy, and he gets the ball, of course, and then buries a three, and they win. And so uh, I had one of those talking heads on ESPN said, yeah, even if the guy wins a ring, they're going to fire him at the end of the year. <laughs> and I don't know, and I don't know if that's the case or not. But uh, uh, you know, the the in the comparison the guy made was when uh, the guy at the Heat got uh, the three players that he got, and he was smart enough to back off and just you know manage them, not try to coach them, and they won two rings. And uh, had a pretty good run there, and uh, and I think uh, he's probably a, a fair coach now because he was able to be given some time. Uh, I don't know how long they'll give him now that uh, they're not winning like they were, but uh, it'll be interesting uh, if this guy keeps his job at Cleveland. So, coach, are you really trying to say that David Black is not the coach? Of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh, he's a coach. He's getting paid for it. So you're saying he's getting paid to be the coach, but he's not calling the shots like a coach? Well, I think I think when it comes down, uh, James has gotten to the point where, you know, Coach, I don't know if you watched the game the other night. I watched but, the game. Uh, they, you know, uh, they had, were down uh, at the end of the third quarter, and they kind of, fought back and were getting close and tied it up and he pulled James uh, to let him rest and then all of a sudden boom, they're going back down again. And so James gets up and it didn't look like any coaching decision. James decided he's going back in and they did and then they, uh, from then on it was it was nip and tuck but uh if he wouldn't have been back in there, they wouldn't have had a chance to win. I'll, I'll say that. You remember JoJo White for the Boston Celtics? Oh, yeah. He was a player coach. Sure. You know, and, and, and Bill Russell for the Celtics, he was a player coach. Yeah. You know, now, are you trying to say LeBron James is a player assistant coach or he is the player head coach? Coach, I'm telling you that when LeBron wants to play and call his number, it don't matter what the coach says. And I and I think all the players listen to him. And they should. I, I, I think you're right. I think they should listen to LeBron James. And as far as I'm concerned, um, and nothing against David Black, I just don't think he has he's proven himself in the NBA just yet. You know, maybe if he does win two or three championships with LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, he will prove himself. But as of yet, he has not proven himself um, just yet that he's he's the Pat Riley of, of the NBA or, or he, he, you know, he, he's not even the Doc Rivers of the NBA just yet. But um, if he does win with LeBron, he, he will improve his coaching status as far as I'm concerned. But right now, when you see a guy flashing for timeouts, during the game when he has no timeouts late in the game and his assistant coach has to pull him off the court and, and pull his hands down and say, coach, please don't do that. We can't afford that right now. That could have cost them the game. I mean, if oh, the referees yeah. that saw him calling a timeout when he didn't have one, that could have really cost him the game. And it, and it wouldn't matter whether LeBron hit that last second shot or not. Right. Yeah. 
But but coach, um, when we look at this other game in the in the East right now, the other team in the East, um, the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks, they came in as the number one team in the East, and they just really have not looked like the best team in the East thus far. You know, Paul Pierce, probably one of the oldest players in the playoffs right now, um, put up a last second shot the other day. And uh, they, and they someone asked him after uh, shooting after winning that shooting that game winning shot. Um, did you call game? Did you call um? Did you call bank on that shot because it was a three point bank shot? And that's almost a lucky shot. But um, he said, "No, I didn't call bank. I call game." You know, and Paul Pierce has talked a lot of trash throughout this whole, this whole season. You know, when he's made some big shots for the Washington Wizards, he's he's made it clear. That's why they bought me here. That's why they brought me here to win games, to make big shots. He's not let us down. I mean, you know, this guy um, won a championship with Boston, but he still has some um, some game left. And he's oh showing yeah, he's too. got plenty of game left. Yeah. He's got plenty of game left. And the thing about it is, uh, you know, it all you know, and, and we see it every year. I think. Uh, that team that gets hot right about now that just won't be denied. And uh, you never know who that's going to be. The, the Clippers look awful good, Coach, right now. Yeah, the, the Clippers look awful good. And and what's happened is 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 um, is, is Paul has, has gotten healthy, you know. This is a guy that was out the first two games with a, with a hamstring issue. And they they out the first three games, and they won two out of those three games without him. So wow, uh, they they finally look really good about now. And Doc Rivers has proven again that he is a masterful coach. Oh, I, I agree, coach. I think uh, Doc Rivers is one of the best uh, NBA coaches there is right now. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And uh, and you know, I guess it was it's when we when we look at how well Doc Rivers has this team playing right now. On the other side, the Houston Rockets and their team, they're just not playing very well. And when you result to um, hacker DeAndre Jordan, if if that's what you've you've come to, you gotta try to put a guy on the foul line so maybe he'll make one and or miss two. I don't think you have a good strategy, and I don't think you're really playing to win. Well, I think uh, the Rockets are so inconsistent in their play. You know, I, you know, one game they look like world beaters, and uh, and then in the next game you watch them, and they look like they couldn't beat themselves. You know? and that, that's true. And and Dwight Howard, wow. Is he going to be a disappointment everywhere he goes? Yeah, it looks like, Coach. <laughs> you know, if I had to, if I had to make bank on it, I'd tell you that uh, if you want to have a bad season, uh, hire the guy. You know, and 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 we say that, Coach. And here he has his team in the second round of the NBA playoffs. You know, this this is this is this is a great position that he's he's helped his team get to. However. Um, he just does dumb things still. You know, last night at one point in the game, um, he 
actually got a foul and threw the ball at the referee, which yeah. resulted in a technical foul. And later on, he got a another technical foul, which resulted in him being ejected from the game. And you just look at things like that, and it's, it's like, was his mind in the game at all last night? Did he really want to be ejected from the game so he didn't have to deal with that loss? And 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 just as much as um, DeAndre Jordan is a, is a um, hindrance to the Clippers with his free throw shooting, wow. I don't think Dwight Howard's ever been over 50% as a free throw shooter. Hey, Coach, you know, the thing about it is it's amazing to me that a guy, you know, uh, Shaq had his, you know, it's documented Shaq had his problems at the line. But, you know, Shaq worked at it. He really worked at it. He got uh, specialists come in. And, you know, when when these guys don't shoot 50% from the free throw line, and yet you you don't hear about them just spending a lot of time doing it, well, I'm going to put you on the line. The game's the, the game's close. I'm going to foul you because you've already proven to me that I got a 50-50 chance that you're not going to make it. You're right, coach, and uh, and that's exactly what's happening with um with the Clippers right now and Houston. And you wonder how far can the Clippers go with DeAndre Jordan shooting 48 percent from the free throw line. You know, and, and you know this is going to happen. It's going to continue to happen as, as the playoffs continue. But out west, um, here's another team that's number one team in the west, but they find themselves in a hole down 2-1 is the Warriors playing the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies with, with the Gasol and Zach Randolph playing extremely well down low in the low post in this NBA game has has basically stifled the Warriors because of the half-court game. In the NBA, the playoffs are played very physical, and the game and the game turns into a half-court game because every possession is so very, very important. And this has slowed the, the Warriors down. It's taken them out of their rhythm, and it's really taken the NBA MVP out of his game, Steph Curry. He's not producing at the level he did during the regular season. Well, I think it's all about what you're saying, Coach. Uh, they, the, the officials definitely let you get away with a little more hacking uh, in the playoffs, and and some of those teams can't take uh, the physical uh, game. You know, I mean that's that's what it's down to. You know, you get if you're going to get hammered, uh, can your game still hold up? You're right, Coach. Can your game still hold up? And when we look at the Warriors, they just don't have a lot of beef down low. You know, um, I, they they just don't have a lot of beef. They're they're a jump shooting team. Um, Curry and Thompson, two, two of the premier outside shooters in the NBA. But when you start talking about what kind of beef do you have down low? Can you compete with Zach Randolph and, Zach, uh, and, and, and Pau Gasol down low? These are two of the most dominant players in the post in the NBA, and they're showing it right now in the playoffs. And um, I just don't know if this, this number one team from the East can hold up, from the West can hold up to this kind of pressure and pounding that they're receiving from the, um, from the Grizzlies. You know, and, and to see the Grizzlies um, – Point guard come back after having surgery on his face was 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 a tremendous thing, 
And I think that's going to really inspire this team, Coach, maybe even go to the NBA Finals. And I'm talking about the point guard, Conley. Right. It'd be be interesting. Yeah, it it, it really will, Coach. But, hey, um, Coach, you have the final word, and you have the final minute for tonight. Well, Coach, listen to me. I'm in San, uh, San, uh, you know, I'm over in uh, the west side of the United States in San Antonio, and I'm looking forward to going uh, to Phoenix and then California. But we're going to be looking at all those great sports that are going on as I travel across the country. Hey, well, Coach, take a picture of Alamo and text it to me. Hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on us. Voice America Radio. Thank you, and we'll see you next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.